0: Hi, everybody, welcome to another Parents and Professors Pod Brief. Uh, for this brief, we take a look at international scholarship and the decline of America. And as always, any fictional or hypothetical persons, places, or things mentioned in this episode that may bear resemblance to actual persons, places, or things is completely coincidental.
1: Yo, that was mad close. We're going to keep it. We're going to keep it. We're
0: going to keep I it. I did it. So
1: I, I want to get right to it because we have a limited amount of time, and I think that so much has happened in the world since the last time we actually did anything that even resembles a reasonable pod schedule, <laughs> that it would be difficult to figure out what to focus on, but I think there are a couple of like back-to-back events, really, but then kind of the larger social political environment, we have to pay close attention to because- the world's crazy, and I think that segues perfectly into
0: kind of where you wanted to start. So I love to read the news, because I'm a nerd, and that's what nerds do, and I came across an article. I like I went all the way down the rabbit hole in this one. So this article was on, <laughs> I didn't know this was a thing, Microsoft Start, I don't know what that is, but my work computer like gives me these little pop-ups. <laughs> so that's how I got here. But no, they did a good job. Oh, it's from Raw. Raw
1: story. Okay. Yeah. And it's not. So, one of the things that I'm laughing at in the background is that this is not a visual medium and she's like doing hand motions about
0: the pop scrolling
1: <laughs> the pop ups,
0: scrolling in the pop ups.
1: Um,
0: picture, if you will. Yeah. Somebody
1: DJing <laughs> and lifting computer screens.
0: Um, But the article. Uh, the heading was Canadian National Security Task Force is preparing for the collapse of the United States. And I think it's wild that reading that headline like isn't shocking or surprising. Like no one would be like, what? What are they talking about? Why would they think that? Well, why do you think that? Because literally everything
1: so let's break it down, right? If we, you know, were, say, recording a podcast that we didn't want to have be longer than 15 minutes, Ooh. how would you prioritize the things to talk about in terms of making the case that it's everything?
0: I mean, it's... I think our generation is... Uh, I don't know if, if we're cursed,
1: <laughs> but... Cursed. Whoa, say more about that.
0: We have seen nothing but traumatic historical events back to back to back in the history of our country at a really wild and impressive rate if you're tracking these things. Like we were the class of 9-11. Oklahoma City bombing. Like we have seen Sandy Hook. Here we are again. 10 years later, doing the same thing. We watched a riot take place in the capital, and people's questions were like, "Do I still have to work today?" Are like, you, are you trying to count?
1: I feel like everything you just said unfortunately falls under the umbrella of gun violence, so that's only one little folder.
0: Do you remember there was like the
1: garlic festival? Yeah, but we didn't. So that
0: happened like
1: I don't know, four or five years ago. We. Uh, it's hard for me to say that as a country, we didn't already make the decision that Sandy Hook was okay. Like, if we're being real about it. And so, this is heinous. (laughs) I don't
0: want to take responsibility. I don't want responsibility for what, like, other people have made bad decisions about. Despite the fact that the general population supports actual control and legislation. I think it's pretty
1: heinous, right? So, every time there's a tragedy, one of the things that is most emotionally resonant to people is when they could put themselves in the shoes of either the victims or the participants in some way. Right. And so I think people's emotional residence is highest when it's like, oh my God, that could have been me. And Buffalo. so when I when I see the not just the Buffalo. All of it. Because I mean. Buffalo, they were killing grandparents. You know, and a, like sad black people. When I saw the when I saw the list and the ages, you know, I feel like there was something as low as 32 and as high as 50 something. And I was like, damn it, that's my age bracket. And I would be the cat like at the grocery store at a random time. But I wasn't even really thinking to myself in that situation because that to me felt like you're killing our elders like just for the sake of murder. Like that's not even it's difficult for me to get into the mindset to even zone into that one. The Rob Elementary, that's different because that's a second to fourth grade school.
0: It's where our kids go to school. 90
1: plus percent minority. And and low income. For yeah. free and reduced lunch, low income, yeah, my, and I'm like, what? Who is running up in there, and why? And I have a daughter who is the age that could have
0: been at school that day. It's just, I'm just tired of being like, just sad and heartbroken. But is it?
1: Are we even heartbroken anymore? And so this is one of the things I, I am. thought about. I think it's a personal thing to me that feels a little bit different because I realized that you know the majority population of that school in Texas is Latinx yeah and so I got my little you know half black half Honduran baby stomping around my house oh yeah and it hit a little different and I Mm -hmm. felt like that was the first time where I was like oh my god I'm in a multiracial family and well, there was also a threat the other day at, at the daycare and there was a bomb threat at our daycare just the other day.
0: Listen, listen, y'all.
1: And so like that, it's a, to feel more afraid and to feel even less. So (laughs) there, there are all kinds of like joking and smiling, foolish things that people say about like the skin tone of your kids (laughs) and all that type of, but you know, I'm like, okay, well this one will be like a little bit safer. Nope. No,
0: No. Nah. She's actually darker than your daughter. Yeah, the first mean,
1: one. It is, yeah, true.
0: You know what <laughs> I, mean? I,
1: I had kente cloth. I was resting under it daily, trying to ensure get out of here.
0: <laughs> Mike Lowry. Um, no, I just I think that all of this again are things that don't have to be this way, and I, it's the frustration, it's the anger, it's the sadness, it's the hurt, because it doesn't have to be this way. Right. Like if we simply said, no, you don't you don't need that. Like, you don't need to have access to that. There's no reason why people should need to have access to that. I think and we- in fact, I, I just want to say, the same. like, I'm someone who's gone shooting and I think it is tons of fun.
1: Oh, you go shooting a lot.
0: I mean, it's not a lot. <laughs> I've been twice, y'all. But I, like, nah. enjoyed both experiences. Like,
1: oh, so it's like mini golf. And I plan just... to go again. <laughs> yes. Right? Like, that's... that sounds exactly like the first time you played golf.
0: And the, it, yo, little, the
1: trainer guy was like, I oh, was you're told... a natural. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: um, but, you know, I, I think all of this is alarming because it isn't just the mass shootings. It's not just the racism. So it's... I, I
1: have a question, right? Just quickly. Mm. Because... I think we're starting to get into your everything take. Yes. But do you think that America is addicted to tragedy?
0: Oh. Like we have a problem.
1: Like we actually have a problem, almost like substance abuse, right? You huh. know, When you're, when you're addicted to a substance, like addiction is usually incapacitating in a way that's that affects you, right? So when somebody's functionally addicted. Like we are functionally addicted to tragedy. Yeah. Mm. And so we get up every day and nobody. I know that there were probably some people who were self-aware and in tune with their own spiritual needs enough to take today off. But most of us just got up and got back to it. And I got
0: we, I got emails. There yeah, were some emails.
1: Like there's some malaise underneath, and I know my president things, sent an email.
0: Did your president send it? Me- <laughs> yeah.
1: So uh, <laughs> non-scholar shout. What is that? Is that the first time? Oh For, yeah. Yeah. So one of my buddies, who's I love and will always love, but who's also infuriating. Um, his name is Morris Martin. He's the CIO of his company. I I'll mean, we'll have to do that. Yeah, I'm gonna do it. Okay. Because and I'll I'll link to his LinkedIn because that's where he does his best social media work, other than Instagram. He OD's there too. <laughs> but he sent, and it's one of the the functional benefits of being in the company of like progressively responsible and like important men. Beep beep. Is that like some of the things you're exposed to on a regular day are like, hey, so he's like, hey, in my role as CIO, this is the note that I sent out to my whole team. Uh. And I think one of the most impressive and interesting things about Morris, while like he's an asshole and he thinks he's right about everything sports related <laughs> in his life and he's never taken an argument loss in his life. <laughs> um, one of the things that it's very clear he's passionate about and super invested in is servant leadership. And so when he shares, I'm like, okay, there's somebody out there in that type of role, in that type of space who recognizes that this is something worth communicating with your people about. Yeah. And so whether it's your congregation, your tiny business, your hundred person, thousand person, 10,000 person, right? Yeah. There should be somebody checking in. There should be somebody that has some kind of pulse or some kind of connection that suggests that we care
0: about you for more than just your work. There's an acknowledgement of
1: pain, like the potential for pain. Yeah. And like feeling pain in unique ways. Like I didn't know until I felt it, the complexity of like the pain that I felt from Buffalo versus the rabbit. It's Elementary. different. Yeah. Yeah. Like it's different. I almost
0: took the day off work.
1: Most people didn't. I didn't. I met with my students. We had things to do. Going, right. Like, you know, life like goes on. I didn't, but well, we did, but that, but isn't that like addiction, right? You know, isn't that when you have a substance
0: abuse problem, you just keep going. Yeah. Like how
1: many beers do I need to drink? Mm. Like uh, six, seven, eight.
0: Well, I think the pandemic was,
1: yeah, I think everybody, nobody's, there was a lot of stopping. Nobody's over the pandemic yet either. No, no. Cause that, that's. Like, Everybody, it's still here. People are still weird. You know what Strayhorn told me? Um, unfortunate additional Strayhorn scout shout out. Um, it's funny. So one of the conversations we were having, and I, I thought it was fascinating that he made that connection. Because as soon as he said it, it was resonant. But I didn't. I would have never thought of it. He's like, coming out of COVID is kind of similar to, like, a prisoner reentering society. Yeah. Uh. And some of the traumas and the hesitations and the confusion about how to interact, like, yeah. it's so obvious. And I like, I, I let that bounce around in my head and I thought of it kind of the same way I feel when I'm in a non English speaking country. Like I got to figure out what are the like little micro spaces of connection, who speaks English, who can I trust? How can I get around? How can I figure things out? So- right. And we're still in this weird re-entry phase where some people want to be around each other. Some people really still don't. Some people's masks are covering their eyes. You know, some people couldn't Yo, wait to throw their masks in the garbage w- can. Stop
0: wearing it. That, I just, really quick, listen. There are signs everywhere, 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 still, that show you visually what is supposed to be happening with the mask. If it is not covering your nose, just take it off. Stop pretending like no one wants it. Just, Just stop.
1: I felt like the condom analogy was always the best with mask wearing. Right. You're wearing it wrong. It doesn't work. It's either
0: right or it's wrong. Like, that's it. Exactly. It's like, would you risk that? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, right. Speaking of condoms. Roe v. Wade. And everyone Uh, was like, oh, that's the law of the land. I would not dare try and overturn the law. Yeah, right. Gotcha. But we all knew this was coming, too so i and like there are probably people deciding they do not want to have children and are moving from states that will not allow them if things happen to make that choice for themselves those same states also don't provide great social safety nets
1: first they came for the socialists and i did not speak out because i was not a socialist then they came for the trade unionists, and I did not speak out because I was not a trade unionist. Then they came for the Jews, and I did not speak out because I was not a Jew. Then they came for me, and there was no one left to speak for me.
0: Because you are not allowed to say the word gay. It's, it's literally everything. Everything in our country. Housing. What? stock market baby formula chicken wings oh my gosh oh you got me with that one <laughs> right, Like all that to say it's very clear why canadian national security task force is preparing for the collapse of the united states and there are actually reports that look at the fact that as a democracy we are failing like there's a whole scoring process for this And we went from... Ooh, that's one of the segments. Rubrics. (laughs) I mean, I I think this says a lot, right? In 2010, we were 94th. Austria is number one.
1: Out of how many countries?
0: Out of all the countries. (laughs) In the world? I believe so. Political rights and civil liberties. Yeah, so countries in the world. And we were 94. Not bad. Cyprus, France, Ireland, New Zealand, Denmark, Australia, Germany, Switzerland, Belgium, our peers. Yeah, the homies. (sighs) I want to cry, y'all. In 2020, we dropped 11 points to a score of 83. And our peers are now Mongolia, Panama, Romania. Oh, South Korea's on the... That's not... South Korea... Ghana, Poland, Trinidad and Tobago, and Jamaica.
1: Like, ooh, what are you saying about all those
0: many Caribbean countries, Haitian? First of all, I love the Caribbean. <laughs> I wish I could live. In fact, oh, back to our study abroad plan. Listen, y'all, when we get going, just you heard it here first. We have a problem. We have lots of problems. And I hope we figure them out.
1: We're actively working to help people figure them out. Because that's what we do.
0: <laughs> Thanks for listening to our property, Brief, y'all.
1: Peace.